Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on the Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce St. Joyce. It's the holiday week. We're again together. It's it's our last one of 2021. Wow. This is incredible. (laughs) I've had so much fun doing these with you. And just uh, this is great. But uh, and so we had we got a great present this week, the shortlist. We waited to get them on Christmas came early because last season it came in February. So right. Love this. Love the regular schedule. Excellent stuff all around. So we were going to go through the main categories. And if you're watching this and you're like, wait, they never did a live action short or animated short. That's intentional because we don't know enough about those. I personally don't know enough about those uh, potential nominees yet because I haven't watched a lick of them. Well, full disclosure, we still need to watch. <laughs> so so rather than blindly speculate on things we have no idea about, in this case, usually I do that. I reserve that for other things, Joyce. But in this case, we'll just table that and go with like the 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 real meat of the short lists. Uh, before we get into it, any, what was the overall takeaway of those any 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 big uh surprises for you before we get into the the individual shortlists um i was happy to see the last duel in score but then it wasn't in sound <laughs> it, it really a lot of these honestly like that is maybe the headline is a lot of like weird or strange like one movie showing up in one category on a shortlist and not another category when you would think it should be involved or neither or how it like and then how that factors into maybe the broader uh, support of it as a Best Picture nominee. I just found that really fascinating, I think. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in a lot of places um, as we get along. But we will start with documentary, Joyce, because on this Academy Awards PDF that I'm looking at right now, it is the first uh, category list. <laughs> I love that you have the PDF and not just like on its website. Or like no, I'm on, I'm on PDF. I'm do- this is, we're keeping it really official here. I want to make sure I got every communique from the Academy here. Uh so uh, the nominee, the potential 15 films that will advance for documentary feature were Ascension, Attica, Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry, uh, Faya Dea, Dei? Another Day. one I, what was, what was it? Day, I think it is. Great. Another one I will struggle to, to figure <laughs> out, but I will make sure I work hard to figure it out. The First Wave, Flea, In the Same Breath, Julia, President, Procession, The Rescue, Simple as Water, Summer of Soul, The Velvet Underground, Riding with Fire. This is a great 15, and actually I feel like a lot of the potential nominees will be movies that people have actually seen, which I think is great mm-hmm. and very well liked. Uh, I guess looking at it, top line for me was like Summer of Soul feels like a movie that could win or flee. I think those are like the top two in our odds at the moment. Yeah, I think it's 
like flea flea came out very well um flea flea's looking good in uh multiple categories <laughs> and i think uh, this will get so with here potential as a bet like so we have the 10 best picture nominees which we'll talk about as we go through but is since we're starting with documentary and there are two documentaries here, do one of these two documentaries that really could rate get in for best picture as well? I mean, that would be great because I feel like people, you know, just like with like animated movies, like people don't consider these films as a best picture contender, really. Like we've had some animated films get into best picture, um, but no docs. And I think people just like to like relegate it to like, oh, you have your own category. And then, you know, it was like the same thing with uh, foreign language or like not in English, you know, like right. Parasite and people were like sure. holding out against it. So right. it'll be cool. Like we have, you know, a solid 10, um, you know, maybe one or two open spots. I think so. And I think we'll figure that out as we talk about this. So I was like, I was like, is it overthinking? To, I mean, Summer of Souls movie with like Questlove me uh, mean, uh, premiered at Sundance and has gotten incredible reviews, I think mostly, f- and really kind of has resurfaced at the end of the year because I feel like a lot of critical, uh, like a lot of critics lists have put it on the top 10 and like, and like seemingly a lot of critics groups remain very interested in it. I could see, I mean, I think it's very well liked at least. I don't know. I mean, like if you're going through 10 best picture nominees, is that one of your 10 favorite movies of the year? If you're a voter, probably if you saw it, it's on Hulu right now. Searchlight was great getting out screeners. That was like one of the first screeners I got. I don't know about you. I, I got it on. Yeah, they were and... they were sending like physicals and digital. Right. So uh, I'm like, maybe it gets. In. I, I, I mean, think I, I think I'll know. get in here. It could even win. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think Flea can get in. Um, and then I don't know, like uh, the rescue in the first wave. I can see getting in. The first wave is the the COVID doc, so I don't know that it, it was about like literally the first wave last spring. I wonder. So now it might be. I don't know if it's like going to be too much. We're in season three of COVID right now. So. Uh, I would say the only problem with the first wave too is that in the same breath is also about coronavirus, and I thought that was mm-hmm. incredible as well. So I wonder if like that gets in. Uh, I don't know, or maybe neither of them get in because I think last year wasn't Alex Gibney's doc did not make it here. Right. Like uh, about coronavirus, uh, totally under control. I don't that was that also, uh, I mean, yeah, but that was like a completely different type of COVID documentary, sure. you know? Yeah. Um, More about the Trump administration's. Failures. Yeah. Like the first wave is about the central right. workers. Right. And, and in the same breath kind of tracks it from uh, on the ground in Wuhan and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very good. Uh, potential uh, Billy Eilish here as well as another favorite. I mean, people really like that documentary. Though I hazard to wonder if it's a little like, I mean, was Miss Americana not nominated last year? I don't remember. It wasn't, right? It did not get it. It wasn't. Did and it even think, make the shortlist? I don't remember. I don't think it did. And I won't, And I know the song from there did not make the shortlist <laughs> either. And I wonder if The War of the Little Blurry, which I think is like in that same class as Miss Americana, very good movies and like really great. But I wonder if that'll like ding it a little bit because it's like a little bit of a hagiography, perhaps. But, yeah, and I don't know. It doesn't seem like the type of thing they would normally go for, mm-hmm. you know, like to make the final five. Um, if anything, maybe this just shows like Billie Eilish can win original song for a two-year-old song. <laughs> like, correct. She has a lot of support. <laughs> correct. Which uh, we will we will get to shortly. I guess any any other ones here? Velvet Underground was another popular one. Todd mm-hmm. Haynes' documentary. Um, 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 Procession is. Uh, mm-hmm. 
that that's that's like that it's a long movie i'll say first of all but it's a it's a really good and creative uh film because it, it it follows uh these six men who were abused uh by catholic priests uh in their youths and they uh, do drama therapy so they uh like script out everything and then they filmed it and like all their little short films are like actually in the in the movie so that's why it's so long but it that it's really well done. So I, I could see that having an outside chance getting in. So I don't I remember know. you. I remember you. I think you interviewed the filmmakers for that one. Right. Did you do that? Yeah. One? I, I talked to the director who was also the editor. So it sounded yeah. quite uh, quite good. So it's a lot of, I, you know, usually I think documentary is filled with a lot of great films and these 15 seem like really good. And I don't know any number, any permutation here, I feel like could end up being like a very exciting category, though. I think if you were betting in summer of soul to make it in those seem like very very safe bets right now. yeah and one of if we had to pick one of those to win i think that would also be a safe pick but i guess we'll see uh international film joyce we're gonna get to flee again which is the denmark submission the other uh the other new, uh, 15 films to advance in the next round were uh great freedom from austria playground from belgium uh Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom from Bhutan, Flee from Denmark, Compartment Number 6 from Finland, I'm Your Man from Germany, Lamb from Iceland, A Hero from Iran, The Hand of God from Italy, Drive My Car from Japan, Hi from Kosovo, Prayers for the Stolen from Mexico, The Worst Person in the World from Norway, Plaza Cathedral from Panama, and The Good Boss from Spain. Another ridiculously good category that I think could end up with five movies that everyone has seen or at least has the ability to see uh, like drive my car, hand of God, a hero flee. And I don't even know. I'm your man could be one or the good boss or worst person in the world. I think those are like popular ones for that other spot. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I mean, drive my car, a hero, hand of God and flee. I could see getting in and then I mean, worst person uh, in the world is a great critical favorite, and it was yeah. uh, rated pretty mm-hmm. highly, especially among like the New York film critics. It seems I could see like compartment number six getting in. I, I have not seen that one, mm-hmm. but um, I I know like it's liked, and um, the the Spain one like they didn't submit Parallel Mothers. They they submitted uh, Javier Bardem's film instead, not Penelope Cruz's. It's true. And I, I actually, when I talked to Javier, I, I talked to Javier Bardem. Joyce. You asked him about this. <laughs> I did actually, because I was like, I wrapped it into a question about his big year because he was also in Dune, as you remember, and obviously yes. being the Ricardos and the good boss has gotten like, I think it's a record for Goya nominations uh, among films released in Spain. It is a dark comedy where he, I think is not necessarily a good boss uh, despite the title. But um, yeah, I could see that. I mean, like that is definitely a well-liked film for sure. But I wonder if the bigger names here in the category would make it in. I feel like we're talking about potential 10th best picture nominees. Drive My Car has to now be really a major factor, I think, based on its critical acclaim. It won New York Film Critics Circle and LA Film Critics uh, Association Best Picture. Seemingly has gotten a lot um, of buzz for a three-hour movie. I I feel like it needs like a a lot more like support going forward to like really crack it. I don't know. I don't think it's, I mean, it's, it's not like, like a parasite level, obviously, no. but I don't even know if it's like an a more level either. You know what I mean? I would uh, say that I was looking at the nominees today and 
there is room in adapted screenplay. I think we've talked about this for like a, yeah. you know, and I wonder like it could get in there for sure. And another, like maybe a very underdog best picture, right. Contender. Uh, yeah. And like I mean, best director, director right? like, yeah, just, right. like the surprise, like, right. Get, like, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Obviously there's a long time to go, but I was wondering that. And um, were, were you surprised by the big snub that uh, a lot of film Twitter was upset about? So uh, Titan uh, was not nominated, not of, even of France not, from France, uh, not not did not make it here. Uh, the con winner, a movie that people maybe thought would is a dark horse for best director. Right. For and maybe this makes it I was some counter counterintuitive take was like maybe because it was snubbed here. It actually increases uh, Julia DeCarno's or uh, uh, I don't know about director that. chances. I don't think I believe that either. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I ha- I have to say I haven't seen it yet. I have the disc here from Neon uh, right here next to me. I still haven't watched. Same. <laughs> so I apologize to Neon and to the Titan. You know what? That's fans. that's what like the Christmas break is for. So yes, because uh, definitely over Christmas break when you're with your family, you want to watch the you want to watch this, horror this movie, movie especially yeah, <laughs> about uh yeah seems it's it definitely it was definitely a big swing and I'm like kind of disappointed it, yeah. honestly it didn't make the short list here because like I feel like the more creative, interesting things that are in here, the better, but, mm-hmm. uh, I was, yeah, not I, I respect surprised. the, that they, they tried. Um, right. I guess the questions would be like, and who, maybe who cares? And I'm like, hopefully that doesn't discourage like a lot of countries in the international feature film category from submitting the, the bigger swings in the future. Mm-hmm. And instead going with like the basic stuff And yet I look at this list and it's like, I admittedly, some of these I have not seen or heard of, but a lot of them on here, I think are like, uh, not like very basic, let's say, right? Like it's like they're good movies. There's a lot of good movies on here. I just wish Titan. It would have been nice to make it, I think. But yeah, and, and like I always thought, like you know, it it would probably just be like too weird for them. And you know, since it didn't make it, then it's like okay, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but I think you know, maybe like down the road, eventually, like the the makeup of the Academy and the membership will like change enough where a film like this could get in. I don't know when that will be, but. Uh, yeah, I hope like, you know, it doesn't discourage countries. Yeah. From, I'd also say from, it wasn't, it didn't feel like a slam dunk because I think even yeah. the critical consensus wasn't c- c- like uh universal. It, it's kind say. of divisive. Yeah. yeah. Even, even among like film Twitter uh, elites, it was not, not totally, uh, not fully embraced, but uh, alas. But the, the stands are very vocal. Yes, yeah. of course. Uh, always. The stands are always vocal. That's yeah. why they're stands. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. These are the 10 films that advanced. Uh, Coming to America, Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, Eyes of Tammy Faye, House of Gucci, Nightmare Alley, No Time to Die, The Suicide Squad, and West Side Story. A hilarious bunch of movies here because a lot of them that you would thought rate would rate elsewhere did not rate, right? So like Suicide Squad is here in hair and makeup, but not later in visual effects. Cyrano is here in uh, hair and makeup, but not in any of the music categories. It's a strange... Strange. I, I always love those categories because like this and I guess you could say visual effects. Um, but this especially like this is a chance for like, you know, non oscar type of films to get nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Suicide Squad, uh, it won last time. So. Uh, and the uh, makeup is awesome because I think if you've seen it, uh, they it's like gnarly makeup. But like when Pete Davidson, this is a spoiler, but Pete Davidson gets his face blown off in the first five minutes. And I think that is a makeup effect. It is like there's a little enhanced with visuals, but like when they later show his faceless body in just a graphic uh, <laughs> moment. It's I mean, like, like why why can't it win again? It's won before. Right. I, I so. actually think it, and I actually thought Suicide, the Suicide Squad was actually good. 
the James Gunn film. It flopped and nobody cared about it, but I was like, this is a good movie. Uh, anyway, uh, the only movies here, I would say, Joyce, would you, uh, there's about maybe like, th- if I'm being generous, maybe four potential best picture nominees here as well, right? You have West Side Story, Dune, and uh, House of Gucci. What else would you see there? Anything else? And maybe Nightmare Alley or the four that were like, Potential best picture nominee. Um, yeah, but like only Dune and West Side Story. We would so say that bodes well, for, I think, for them in this category. <laughs> I would say just because of their like, you figure they're going to get nominated for best picture too. So maybe yeah, and and you know, that. like I the the makeup and hairstyling in West Side Story is like very underrated. Like that's not the first thing you notice, mm-hmm. but it's very um like the grime and like the. Um, so it would be cool if that got in, but I think, I mean, it will get it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I, Cruella, I, I could see coming to America get in here too. I think coming to America can get in as well. Cruella, I could see getting in. Tammy uh, Faye, Dune, I, Dune, I think can get in. Yeah. Dune can Dune, even win really. Dune and Tammy Faye, I think are the top contenders yeah. here myself. Um, and Suicide Squad, is that four or five? How many days? Five. And I okay. guess the dark horses would be like Nightmare Alley. I think No Time to Die because of like the Rami Malek makeup is pretty. No uh, Time okay. to Die everywhere <laughs> on the show. Well, and, it's an, and here's another thing. Does, is No Time to Die, does it actually, does this potentially become the 10th best picture nominee? That was the other thing I was thinking. It rates in a lot of these shortlist categories, which again, maybe doesn't mean anything and maybe it doesn't get in anywhere, but it, it gets like four or five of these like tech nominations. And I don't know, does that like push, is there enough support for like the final Daniel Craig movie to get best picture? We obviously have seen those final movies not get in when there was like a fluctuating list, but like Avengers Endgame didn't make it, you know, like that kind of thing. So I don't know. And this Spider-Man being here also like com- complicated, um, which who knows? Uh, but anyway, I well, was not, like, oh, not in makeup die. and hair, but no, but I'm saying in general no. for like best picture, I mean, but like there's Rami, no time to die maybe as well. I don't know. I mean, like the thing is, I think we like to use these as like tea leaves. Cause like, yes. I mean, I think it is helpful and indicative in some ways, but not completely because you know, no time to die. made like what, like four or five show lists here. Mm-hmm. Like that's great. Like there's a lot of support, but it could very easily not get nominated. Correct. Like these are not the nominees. No, I, I know. Yeah. I know. So, I, know, I, know. I mean, I think it will get nominated in multiple categories, but well, I think it could. Right. And like the other yeah. thing is like the tech, all the tech stuff is awesome because you have like, like we said, like another person I've spoken to, but like uh, Lena Sangren is a cinematographer one for La La Land. I think there's a lot of cool, like, cinematography in no time to die if there's like a bunch of broad support even though that category is kind of crowded with mm-hmm. like incredible contenders i don't know maybe there's like a big no time to die push but it would be strange if it got a best picture nomination and like skyfall did not yet i could see it getting in at the pgas for sure based on like pga like that and like spider-man could get in the pga <laughs> right so it's like if it's gonna have a pga and it could have like a lot of tech nominations throughout and like a lot of guild nominations maybe it does get in a best picture who knows we'll see i am i have not moved it in yet myself i i do not have it in. <laughs> so we'll see uh music original score we love this category love, love the music categories always Love the scores here and still was furious that like so many I really love. You, you, included. Cal, tell everyone what you storied last night on Instagram. <laughs> I storied uh, on Instagram, Cyrano, which is just incredibly Is great. that your favorite score of the year? I think, 
I still think the Cruella score is my favorite personally. It's definitely the one I've listened to the most, but I would say like Cyrano is definitely the best songs of the year and not in either of these categories. But the short list was Being the Ricardos for Daniel Pemberton, Candyman, Don't Look Up, uh, Dune, Encanto, French Dispatch, The Green Knight, Harder They Fall, King Richard, Last Duel, No Time to Die, Parallel Mothers, Power of the Dog, Spencer, and Tragedy of Macbeth. Great list. No, uh, no lost daughter, which I was really upset by. I think that score rules. No Cruella, no Luca, which I was shocked because I was just like animated. feels like very easy. And Encanto got that here, but I was like, no room for Luca, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Suicide like, Squad. Like our, our boy Nicholas Bertal is here for not look up. So it's okay. <laughs> so you got to figure it's, it's a nominee's choice. I mean, looking at this quickly, I was like uh, power of the dog, seemingly a favorite also with Dune, right? Those are the two favorites, Hans Zimmer and Johnny Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the potential for two Hans Zimmer and two Johnny Greenwoods here. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yes. but I don't, I don't think, think that's going to happen. I don't think so either. So it'll be <laughs> Dune a, a Dune and Power of the Dog. Parallel Mother score uh, has been really highly enjoyed by a lot of people this year. I think I, I really like that score. Um, I think that can get in. And yeah. French Dispatch, uh, Alexandre Desplat. Uh, another perennial nominee and probably a two-time winner could get here. And then I think the last spot would be, so if that's Power of the Dog, Dune, French Dispatch, and Don't Look Up, the last spot could be Daniel Pemberton for Ricardo's. Uh, I think Chris Bauer's score for King Richard is great. The Harder They Fall, I think the music has been really highlighted. Tragedy Macbeth, Carter Burwell, another perennial nominee. A A lot of good stuff here. Yeah, I don't, hmm. I, I think like doing part of the dog, I, 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 I will probably predict parallel mothers just as like the wild card. Like, I, I feel like that's kind of been like the like surprise contender recently. And um, I think it hasn't been like on top of mind uh, because it, the film's been kind of underseen. Yeah. But I think like, we know like Sony pictures classics just targets um, like Academy members and like, you know, the, the industry. Yes. So like we saw what they did last year with the father. So I think they're going to make it happen for him maybe here and maybe even like Penelope Cruz, um, an actress. So I could see that getting it. I don't know if Johnny Green will get in for both Power of the Dog and Spencer. If I had to choose one, I would just choose Power of the Dog because that's my preferred one of his two. Um, I would choose Spencer. That was my preferred one, but okay. I think they're both really good. I think Power of the Dog will get him in because... It's just a bigger movie and like people like it more. Yeah. I, I listen to that score all the time. Um, Dune, I think is, is obviously a great score. Yeah. And then I also listen to the don't look up score. <laughs> so the don't look up score is interesting. Do you think, I mean, I think it'll get in because of Bertel, but do you think it has enough to win? I don't, I don't so. know. I mean, I think, I don't think it's as good as his previous uh, two nominated scores. So it will be, funny if he ends up winning for this um and, and i would still say moonlight or beale street but you know people win for the wrong movies all the time yes so. <laughs> it's true and he wouldn't be i'd say he'd get nominated for the wrong movie no offense don't look up which i really liked more than cruella but i i won't go to bat for that cruella score it rules it's so good he's so good you know they should just like do like a body of work nomination maybe uh and 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 french dispatch i think i think this plot would get in but i would say like it's there's one really really memorable cue it's like the opening of the the opening uh montage of bill murray's like obituary basically and i think it's like really great so um this plot he did that but he did not do nightmare alley correct that's not here 
Correct. And I actually spoke to Nathan Johnson is the composer, another person I interviewed, Joyce. Uh, for, did, you, did, did you jinx him? I guess I did. Uh, but I was really impressed with the score. It's really quite good. And I thought hearing him talk about it was really interesting. And I wonder if that movie just started ramped up a little too late. I would yeah, argue. I think it was. I think there are like late breaking films, but I think this was kind of like too late. Yeah. And it's um, a great score. And I think yeah. if you watch the movie, it really does a great job in the film. But again, it was a little late. And I was like, this is another canary in the coal mine for me where I was like, does this mean Nightmare Alley doesn't get in for best picture? It's kind of missing in a lot of these short lists where I thought maybe it would rate. Yeah. It also missed sound here. So. Correct. So uh, yeah, well, I'm, a lot of, this is a great, I don't know. A lot of these are great. I would say I got to, I'm excited to go rewatch the last duel and check out the score. Cause I, I'll be honest. And I, I didn't really, didn't really pay attention to the score, honestly, even though it's got a great. I would, I would love, would love for it to get in because it doesn't really have a chance anywhere else since it didn't get shortlisted for sound. But I don't think it's getting in here. What, uh, any other, so I mentioned a bunch, what, what scores are you like? I can't believe that missed the cut. Anything? Um, I, I mean, the serial score is really good. So I guess, and, and like, it's a musical. So it's like, it's funny that it did miss both music categories. Um, so the, the uh, Desner brothers, uh, Aaron and Bryce Desner did Cyrano music and also Come On, Come On, which was another score that people really liked and did not mm-hmm. make it either. And I wonder if they split their own vote, I guess. Was there not enough? I don't know. Or like that, that movie could also be underseen as well. So it's that's, not even the, yet. that's um, the other problem is like both of those movies feel like they're kind of in a little bit of a bubble and outside of Parallel Mothers, which like you said, I think Sony Classics did a great job of getting out in front of the right people. The rest of these movies are either earlier in the year releases or bigger, louder movies, let's say, right? Like Bring yeah. Ricardo's and Don't Look Up made more noise in there pre-release uh, runs and everything else is the only, only outlier that I would say I would add to like the, the Cyrano uh, come on, come on list would be tragic Macbeth, but that was already screening in September at New York Film festival. So it's like, and it's, it's a good story. Carter Burwell like, and Carter, Carter Burwell is yeah. obviously a legend. Uh, so yeah, it, it's an interesting list I, I would say, but I wonder, I do wonder the lateness of those movies maybe doesn't, maybe it's not worth paying attention to that at all because they could look at it. I don't know, but uh, original song, most star, most most star studded in the it, history of the it, Oscars. It maybe is because you know, I mean, usually there's like a a big snub or two here, mm-hmm. but I feel like everyone who's a big name got in, or at least people like we were earmarking, you know. So we have so may we start from Annette, which is Sparks Brothers or Sparks, uh, down to Joy, our our pal Van Morrison uh, from Belfast, uh, right where I belong from Ryan Wilson, Automatic Woman from Bruised. Dream Girl from Cinderella, Beyond the Shore from Coda, The Anonymous Ones from Dear Evan Hansen, Just Look Up from Don't Look Up, uh, Dos <laughs> Orguitas from Encanto, apologize again for the pronunciation flop, uh, Somehow You Do from Four Good Days, which is the uh, Diane Warren track, I believe, right? Yes. Guns Go Bang from The Heart of They Fall, Jay-Z, Be Alive from King Richard, Beyonce, No Time to Die for No Time to Die, Billie Eilish. Here I am, sing my way home. Respect, which is uh, Jennifer Hudson, and your song "Save My Life," which is you too from Sing To. That's a crazy category. That has the potential to be really the most star-studded uh, ever. Billie Eilish and Beyonce, I think, are like the top ones, and I think Jay Z should probably get in for "Guns Go Bang" because like people have kind of gravitated around that. Everything else, I think, is totally up in the air. 
Uh, I think Van Morrison down to joy has a really strong shot, even though uh, it's hard to remember where it is in the film. But as you told me uh, last night when we were texting, it's the opening uh, montage of Belfast. Yeah. But then the also, um, as I learned last night while I was like Googling it, like there's it, this the song has no digital footprint. Like it's not no. online at all, like not even lyrics, like not no like music video or like even a lyric video that some of these songs have. Strange because uh, Belfast has been out for over a month. Yeah. And like this has been like also reports since like the film premiered at Telluride that like, oh, Van Morrison like has a song in this movie, yes. you know? Uh, I also, I love So May We Start from Annette. I think that's a great song, but I Is don't that, know. That's, that's going to be this year's Who's Effect. Possibly. It's like, rare. and it, the, I can already picture the opening number at the Oscars with that song. <laughs> they should actually just do that. It would be great. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, Billie Eilish seemingly is the favorite. Be Alive from Beyond, uh, King Richard, another favorite. I think it's not it's not uh, peak Beyonce, I would say. No, and, you know, like, she's, she's never been nominated before, so right. I don't so this would be her see them, like, being like, we have to nominate Beyonce for this song. I think, I think she'll get in, um, or maybe not, I don't know, but I think... I think Billy has the edge for a nearly two-year-old song. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to reserve a spot for Diane Warren, not just because I interviewed her about this, but you know, she, she, she wants to go for her biggest loser record. So she's over 12. She Let's wants get in the there. number 13 here. So <laughs> I would say uh, just look up from don't look up would give us a potential two kid cutting nominations. Cause I think he's also on uh, guns go bang from yes. the they fall and two Bertel nominations because he's obviously up for potentially score as well. Uh, that's great. Uh, from a best pictures perspective here, Belfast really the only, and don't look up, I guess are the two King Richard well, as well. King Richard. Yeah. But that's um, it. Those three maybe. And I guess Coda we mentioned, right. Coda as well. So that's, yeah, I, I like that song from Coda. I don't know if we get in. You know, you know who we need to look out for though. Who's that? The reigning champ, her. Autumn yes. <laughs> Surprise nomination, I would say for Bruce. The industry uh, loves her. Yes, so that's another one to keep out on, and maybe even put her in. I didn't put her in yet, but I was like, I did think. Of I, I think I, I think I might put her in. Um, Anything here? You were like, I can't believe they didn't get in. It, it seems like they really picked up all, all the big ones. Well, like like Cyrano. Cyrano is really the only yeah. one. And again, I wonder if there were too many songs. I don't know. And it were too late. Who knows? There are a lot of great songs in Cyrano. I don't know what was submitted. So, right. Um, but I mean, it, it's like, like there's multiple songs in Encanto too. So true. But that's like, that, that was their main push. So, I mean, Encanto will get in. Like we have a Emmanuel Miranda going for the EGOT again. I mean, I could see it getting in. I don't know. It, you know, I still think the Billie Eilish song is like the front runner, but I think Encanto could get a really big push. It's actually on Disney Plus this week. And I feel like. So the thing is, that, like, there's no like huge hit in right. this lineup. Like, no, you know, there's no big names, big artists, big but none of these songs are, are like a shallow or like, yeah, right. let it go or anything. Strange. So last year we were horror in this category and for a movie, for a song that none of us, I think would say was super memorable. We were definitely pulling, you and I maybe are, are biased for showing pulling for Husevik because it just seemed like it had a bigger- I mean, Husevik should have, uh, no offense to her, but- But we were also like trying to figure out, <laughs> like, you know, looking at it like, oh, it's the bigger, it it has a bigger factor in the movie because it's like so important to the movie and Which blah, blah, blah. I, I still think it should be a factor when you're voting for these things. But it doesn't like, seem like it is, Joyce. No, because- because they just kind of vote for whatever if if there's no like obvious front runner like a shallow, 
like I think they just vote for whatever movie they have seen and like the most and they really like Judas so then I that, think that puts in that win and like Lakeith's nomination <laughs> so correct so using that logic for this year I and looking at this list I would say Belf like the Van Morrison song from Belfast actually has a very strong shot of winning because I, think, I mean I'm not gonna call anything until we get the nominations sure so. we can't nothing is nominated but I was just like in my head I was like if the Judas and the Black Messiah because I think you're right it was like the more most of the category was the most popular movie people really like that movie and so that's part of the reason why it won I wonder if that would if Belfast ends up in here with Van Morrison, the fraught uh, Van Morrison for the discourse, uh, it would be I mean, incredible. you know, uh, who, who knows what the ceremony will look Correct. like in Might over three months from now, but uh, uh, probably won't be able to go. <laughs> so that would be that would just be a, a, a totally chaotic delight to me. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if that comes. But you know what? You'll save time. You don't need to, uh, you know, give him like two minutes to perform the song or whatever. <laughs> Great. Uh, so we're skipping the shorts here. They were next on my list. No, no offense to any of these nominees and we will make sure to do it. We'll do a short shorts. I think we should do a shorts. So one of these uh, a short shorts after short we shorts. Watch yeah, after we watch them <laughs> uh, into sound, the 10 films in advance were Belfast, Dune, Last Night in Soho, Matrix Resurrections, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, A Quiet Place, Spider-Man, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. I got to say, none of these were incredibly surprising to me. I think I saw some people like being like, oh, the fact that Belfast is included uh, is a bad is a bad good sign for its, you know, it obviously means it's like a major best picture contender. No kidding. We I think, but you and I had talked the other day and we were like. Yeah, we were like, we're predicting Belfast. Belfast uh, sound, like great sound, beautiful, great sound, beautiful sound in Belfast. Uh, I, I mean, I think I almost called it an action movie, which that was not what I meant. It was just, it has riot scenes. Yeah, and it's good. So, I mean, I think Dune is the front runner here. It was the front runner before the shortlists even existed and remains so. The sound of Dune is like quite great. Power of the Dog, I think, is a major factor in West Side Story and Tick, Tick, Boom. I don't know. Obviously, the musicals usually do well in these sound categories, and they're both great sound. Yeah, I can see uh, West Side and Tick, Tick, Boom getting in. Tick, Tick, Boom, just like, you know, the, the sleeper hit of the season, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> and, so you have the two musicals. Dune, uh, I mean, like, No Time to Die. Belfast. Is that and then five one, already? Because Dune has... Well, it'll be Dune, Belfast, Tick, Tick, Boom, West Side Story, then there's one left. So it could be No Time to Die. It could be Power of the Dog. I would love for Power of the Dog to get in because it's not like like boom boom sound, but it's like excellent foley work. Yeah, um, that would be my pick too. But I yeah. could see No Time to Die getting in here because it's definitely loud. A lot I of a lot of. I guns. mean, we we like talked about this last week, but like a quiet place too. Well, it made the list, and it was obviously a big factor here. You know, four years ago, whenever it came out, the original. So I guess it could get in. Like I to me, I thought the novelty sort of wore off, but who knows? Maybe it doesn't, and it gets in. The sound work is still great. It just is like we've already seen it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and I wonder again. This is a this is another one that Nightmare Alley um, and Last Duel did not make it in. Strange that neither one made it in. Um, somewhat disconcerting for Nightmare Alley, I would say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She feels like it should have gotten in here on the short list. Visual effects, Joyce. We have a potential of four Marvel movies. Like they all got in. All they all got into the shortlist. Their the entire films. 2021 output got in. So the 10 films are the four Marvel movies, Black Widow, uh, Eternals, Shang-Chi, and Spider-Man, and then Dune, uh, Free Guy, Ghostbusters, Godzilla vs. Kong, The Matrix, and uh, No Time to Die. I put all four Marvel movies in just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, I did. 
Um, okay, sure. Um, uh, I, actually, that's not true. That's not true. I did not put Black Widow and I got the three Marvel movies that I have Eternals, uh, Spider-Man and Shang-Chi. Those wow. are my three. And then I put um, in Dune and uh, what was my fifth one? I think Godzilla okay. versus Khan. Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think Dune will probably win. Um, like we said, he went to space, Joyce. I'm still believing it. It was so good. I feel like I was on another planet. So I <laughs> think the special effects there have to win. Um, I don't know if multiple Marvel movies could get in. I would love Shang-Chi to get in because I love Morris in that movie. <laughs> um, and the... The effects in No Way Home are fine. I mean, they did some de-aging for some characters. Um, and like the final battle sequence uh, is uh, is better than Black Widow's final battle sequence. So I would say the wild card possibly is, is Ghostbusters Afterlife, depending on what the, the tone around the or the discourse around the effects are and like the morality of them, I guess. But they had because they I don't know if you've seen that movie, Joyce, but they bring back uh this, this, I guess this, I will, I will flag this as a spoiler alert. So if you're watching this and you're still waiting to see Ghostbusters, uh, they bring back Harold Ramis uh, through uh, CGI, even though he died many years earlier. Uh, it's done very respectfully, and I know his family was involved, but that is, I wonder if people will, like, how they will react to it. I would say, like, remember in Rogue One, they did that with uh, Peter Cushing. They mm-hmm. brought, he, they had him in the movie, even though he's been long deceased. And I didn't think it looked very good. It definitely looks a lot better in Ghostbusters. So that technology has certainly advanced. And I wonder if that'll get it in because it is. Uh, I mean, Rogue One got in, but I don't know. It's also Star Wars. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. That's, I thought that the fact that it made the short list here, I think, is significant in that regard because I was like not necessarily expecting it. The one movie that we both had talked about as a possibility here to not make it was Don't Look Up. Yeah, I think um, that actually has like good effects but i also don't think people think of it as a visual effects movie they don't no and all of these movies are visual effects movies uh so there you go um and is that it that's the short list choice that's it um yeah i mean yeah we mentioned like suicide squad wasn't in here uh suicide squad wasn't in here and again having seen suicide squad and at least many of the marvel films i would argue that the vex and suicide squad were better uh than the effects in uh you know what? This just means they could just concentrate their campaign on winning makeup again. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm putting it in right now. I'm actually, I'm moving it in. Uh, it's in. I put it in. I don't know what to bump out, though. I guess. I don't know. My nominees for that, I'm just doing, I'm doing a live update. Dune, Tammy Faye, Gucci, Cruella, West Side Story, and Suicide Squad. How do I get Suicide Squad in? What do I pop out? Maybe Cruella. I'm, I'm doing Cruella. Okay. Apologies to my favorite. costumes. <laughs> Apologies to my favorite film, Corella. So, Joyce, from a best picture perspective, uh, maybe trending down because of how it performed would be Nightmare Alley, though you could argue it didn't just was too late and maybe it has no bearing on any of it. But uh, no sound, no score. It seems like and maybe no visual effects. You could have argued it, it could be in there. It didn't too. really have that many effects, did it? I think a lot of the violence is effects, maybe, though yeah. it can be practical effects as well. And yeah. I think a lot of like the. So, of having talked to the production designer who I think should win for best production design, uh, Tamara Deverell, uh, I think a lot of their. And the cinematographer as well, who I spoke to, I think the effects were subtly enhancing a lot of the stuff they were doing practically. So, again, mm-hmm. it's like tough to 
say it's an effects movie, but I do think like the effects work is so seamless that you think it's all like real. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't like surprised that a nightmare didn't make the effects shortlist. Um, uh, whereas like I was with like, don't look up because there are more effects in that movie that sure. are like clearly effects, but I don't, I, again, I don't think you think of that as like boom, boom, explosion, like superhero effects and stuff. Um, but yeah, best picture. I haven't had Nightmare Alley in my top 10. Yeah, I had it in. Now I'm thinking of taking it out. You're going to take it out for what? <laughs> well, that's the thing. So uh, the options would be a Nightmare Alley, which remains a pretty strong uh, in our, I think on our odds, it's one, two, three, four, five, like seventh in the odds. So it still that's has a strong. pretty track. high for, I think people haven't updated. Uh, Tragic Macbeth would be an option, which we both watched this week. Very Shakespearean choice. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> so, if, if, if you want Shakespeare, if it is it this is, is the movie for you. Yeah, this is big time Shakespeare. Uh, so yeah, no, that could uh, certainly has got a lot of impeccable crafts and a lot of very well liked people on the crafts. So like Bruno mm-hmm. uh, Zebanel for cinematography, like we said, Carter Burwell for the score. I think it could get in a lot of places, and maybe that pushes it to a Best Picture nomination. It was on the MBR list, and uh, wait, what's AFI the list? sound? No, it wasn't, was it? I don't. No. Oh, yeah, it wasn't. Which is weird because, again, the sound is also really not, yeah, good. Yeah, the sound is really good in that movie. But I wonder if the Belfast got the like the the, the sound slot that maybe it was earmarked for Macbeth. Who knows? Um, so Macbeth would be one option. And this is if you're going with these nine. Like, I guess any of these movies could not be in. But my nine choice, and I think we have a similar nine, was Power of the Dog, West Side Story, Belfast, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Don't Look Up, Dune, and Coda and Tick Tick Boom. I guess if they were going to knock somebody else out, maybe Don't Look Up is vulnerable based on like the response. Yeah. But because like Coda and like Tick Tick Boom have like passion behind it. And I don't, well, Don't Look Up also isn't out yet. It comes out uh, on Christmas Eve on Netflix. So and Coda and Tick Tick Boom have the corresponding acting nomination that we both think <clears throat> materialize. So it's yeah. like a, a Don't Look Up maybe is it's above the line chances are not as strong as those other two. So I guess Don't Look Up maybe would be. Ninth. It's also more divisive than those two. <laughs> so you'd have Don't Look Up. So if there's two spots, let's say there's two spots, even though I have Don't Look Up in. If there's two spots remaining, you have Don't Look Up in Nightmare Alley. You have Tragedy Macbeth and Being the Ricardos. I think those are like the bigger, the biggest names maybe, right? Like of the mm-hmm. list, I would say. And then, I don't know, Lost Daughter, I could still see sneaking in. I don't know how, but I think if it's going to get, well, I think if it gets like a few above the line nominations, I think it would do really well. I didn't really expect it to rate anywhere in the shortlist, though. I do think the score was viciously snubbed and in the shortlist, I, I would go down, go down swinging for that. And then you have like drive my car, parallel mothers as potentials. Uh, and then like we were saying, like no time to die or flee or any of these it would be really know. cool if if they did go for like um a left center type of pick like one that you wouldn't expect um and instead of something like you know no offense to them like nightmare alley and like don't look up like these are movies that people expect to be nominated even before like anyone saw them you know right it was um so like just like it would actually be cool if they did no time to die or like spider-man <laughs> and i guess i wonder like you you're smarter than me, so you would maybe know this. But Am I? like with ten, <laughs> you are with ten nominees. Does it help then to have like the very 
vocal passionate minority of support. So like is like a drive would drive my car or summer of soul with like a lot of really excited people around those movies in smaller numbers, maybe getting over like a don't look up, which maybe has like more muted broad support. Yeah. Like I think you, you, you still need like the number ones and twos and threes, you know? So then in that regard, I'm wondering like, do one of these get in and like, cause like no one is, even me who like loves, I really love Don't Look Up as an example. I wouldn't have it like very high up on my list of best mm-hmm. picture nominees yeah. just because I think there are other movies that I enjoyed more or liked better. And so like, if I'm like a passion, if I'm a supporter of Don't Look Up, then like maybe that's not the greatest sign if I'm not going to have it in my top three. Yeah, and also now, like, because um, when it was still like the flat scale, they they only listed five uh, movies on their right. ballot for nominating around, and now because it's a hard 10, they get to list 10. So I, I guess also like how many people are actually going to fill out all 10 spots too. Cause sure. I could see some people not doing that. Like if they just like, like six movies, you know? And then I think with no time to die, like, I think as a producers, the producers guild, I think, I think it'll get into the PGA nominee, frankly, like it seems yeah. like pretty like hmm. likely, honestly. And then, Again, not anybody's favorite Bond, let's say. And I think Skyfall certainly had more broad acclaim, but a movie that I think was very significant because of what it meant for like the industry. It was a huge hit, an international hit this year. And I think the cumulative support of like Daniel Craig's final film in the series, there's an argument to be made that it could sneak in. And especially because like, I think it could get at least two or three below the line nominations. It, so it's definitely get stuff below the line. Um, you get score. You get. I mean, you get song, sound, maybe, you know, cinematography or productions. Any one of they could get like a, a wild card fourth, third one of those, and then maybe it gets in. I don't know. I don't know. So, so like, okay, um, thirteen years ago, they snubbed The Dark Knight, and that's yes. the whole reason why they yes. expanded Best Picture. <laughs> yes. Um, and we. You know, we've had a few like huge hits. I mean, like, yeah, Black Panther got in, obviously, but that was also like, you know, like culturally significant, whereas you would not say the same thing about Spider-Man, which I deeply enjoyed. One of one of my top two favorite movies of the year, really, like that and Power of the Dog, two Benedict Cumberbatch movies <laughs> opposite uh, to Spider-Man stars from Sam Raimi <laughs> no. uh, and two Peters. But um, yeah, so I like it like they were trying to expand their palette and um acknowledge you know like these like uh yes yeah crowd pleasing like populist films that maybe are not like prestigious um i mean like the dark knight had more like a prestige factor because of nolan obviously but so it like it would be cool like if if they do nominate something like no time to die um even though i i agree i don't think it, it it's probably not in people's like top three favorite films of the year, but there's also 10 slots. So I don't, so I just pulled up like the, the, we've only had two years with a solid 10. So I'm going to read those nominees. Okay. Go for it. (laughs) So uh, the films of 2009, the nominees were uh, the Hurt Locker, which won Avatar, the blind side district nine, an education, Inglorious Bastards, Precious, A Serious Man, Up and Up in the Air. That's a great. So I would say 
that's a great list of best pictures. That's a broad, a broad spectrum of yeah. different kinds of movies. Like, like that's, that's the whole purpose of like yeah. this banded lineup. Yes. Yeah. So then in 2010, we had the King's speech, but one 127 hours, black Swan, the fighter inception, the kids are all right. The social network, toy story, three true grit and winter's bone. So similar makeups. Now, obviously the Academy is way different than it was yeah. 10 years ago and 11 years ago, but I would say similarly like mix of highfalutin art house fair with like really big box office, like mm-hmm. mass appeal movies. So with that in mind, then I think like it's a different world and who knows, but I think like drive my car is definitely like drive my car flee and summer soul all are like very should be taken more seriously, maybe as best. Yeah, especially with like the more the influx international. of like international members. And I think that's why I actually don't know if like a lost daughter could get in, even though I think it's really good and it should have like at least two above the line nominations. And then I don't know. I think Bond could get in. Then I think one of those big movies could get in. I just do. I just so I just feel like like it would be more of like. Not Dude. not like a statement, but more like notable if one of those like movies you just named got in instead of like a being the Ricardos or something, you know, like no offense to being the Ricardos, yeah. but it's like that's just I don't think people would like really remember that. And it will be seen as like filler because no one is expecting it to win either. Right. So, you Joyce, know? I'm doing this right now. I'll tell you what I'm doing a do? live uh, <laughs> drive my car. I'm putting it in. OK, no time to die. I'm putting it in. I've taken out. Don't look up. And I've taken out Nightmare Alley. Wow. Yeah. So do you have anything else for Drive My Car? Besides, I actually have like, it in Adapted Screenplay. And I have it in wow. Foreign Language Film. So Adapted, I'll just scroll over to Adapted Screenplay here. Uh, I put in Adapted Screenplay. The other, because honestly, the nominees for that category we've talked about. And then it's, we, it's, we a, could, it's a pretty uh, open category, let's say. Yeah. Power of the Dog, Lost Daughter, Coda, and West Side Story, I think are like the four that everybody is locked in on. And then the other for the fifth spot would be Nightmare Alley, Tragedy of Macbeth, Dune, and Drive My Car and Tick, Tick, Boom. And then like passing lower down on the list. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can make the case for Dune because I think that's a strong Best Picture nominee and contender. I think Nightmare Alley, no matter what you think of the film, I don't think the script is maybe the thing that people are walking away from really excited about. No offense. I mean, the movie's good, but like, they're no, more and like Shape the of Water. And the performance. Right. And Shape of Water didn't get in either, right? Tragedy, it, didn't, it didn't win. So. It didn't win. Yeah. Tragedy Macbeth, we've talked about a little like how hard it is for Shakespeare adaptations to make it in. Well, like they, and like, they just like don't win really. So, so. I'm like, I don't know. And then Dune, I think is good, but I'm wondering, <laughs> I don't know. I, I could see it getting in and then drive my car is next in the list. And I'm like, maybe who knows? I mean, I, you know, right below drive my car is tick, tick, boom. I could see that getting in if they just really go head over heels for it. Certainly could. Uh, it's great. No. So who knows? But anyway, those are for my, those are my picks now. And we'll change. I'll, I'm sure I'll change it before we talk again. Uh, but I went, I'm going to drive my car. No time to die. Using the earlier 10 list as a, as a guide. Okay. I mean, that's, it. that's not a bad list. And honestly, I think a lot of people would prefer your list. Right well, now. I guess the only reason, the only defense I would have is like we said, like, I think you could put like four of those movies in the same bucket, which are movies with like really passionate support, good movies, but maybe everybody is like 
has them lower on the list. There's not a lot of passion maybe behind like don't look up drive my uh, don't look up or Nightmare Alley or Macbeth or Ricardo's. Like there's there is passion, but maybe not broad passion and not as like euphoric as it might be for like a drive my car. I don't know. We'll see. I can have them all back in next time we talk. So take all this with a huge grain of salt. This, this is just your last update for the year. That's all. Yeah, that's right. Might as well end 21 on a 21 on a bang. Uh, <laughs> Joyce, any anything else before we wrap up here? Um, I don't think so. What was your well, favorite movie of the year of 2021? <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about this actually. My favorite movie of the year is probably Licorice Pizza, I would say. I saw it again and I really loved it. The only other the only other one I would say, the other two that I could consider would be Coda uh, and Cyrano were my two other favorites, both of which made me cry hysterical tears. I just, those they really touched me emotionally. And so like when I get something out of a movie that like really, it's like- When, when they make you cry, me. that's when you know- It doesn't have to make me cry, but I just want to actually like feel something. And those two were like, oh yeah, this is good. Coda, I just loved. I really want to watch it again, but I haven't. So how about you said I, Spider-Man and Power of the Dog? Those are yours. I, I'm yeah. saying Spider-Man- Right after we get off this, I'm going to go to see Spider-Man. I know you're, you're in for, I, I don't want to like hype it up too much for you, okay. but I, it's, it's not like the best movie of the year. Like I would not give it best picture, but I would not be mad if it got in. <laughs> good. Maybe I'll, by the time I come back from it, and this is going to be, there's up, just like a I'll lot to talk about. And I already told you what, how I felt about a certain person in it yes. in another category. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Joyce. Well, have a good one. I'll, I'll let you know how a Spider-Man is. And okay. I'm gonna be, I'll put it in. Well, we'll uh, see everybody else, our like two listeners yes. next year. <laughs> in 22. We'll yeah. talk SAG when we come back, I think, Joyce. Yes, SAG. That first week. All right. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.